Welcome to the Crescent Podcast. I'm Leanne. This podcast is an extension of my personal philosophy and commitment to continual growth in all areas of life. I firmly believe that optimal health comes from addressing all areas of us as human beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Through expert interviews, I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. So I shared on Instagram yesterday that I had kind of a bittersweet moment this week. One that was kind of painful, but also I think exemplified how much growth I've experienced this year. And without getting into all the specifics, I was reaching out to someone about a potential opportunity that I was really, really excited about, really hopeful for. And I received an email with a rejection to that opportunity request. And the very first thing I thought when I read that was, oh my gosh, who do you think you are? You're such a loser. Why would you ask them this? And I'm not really one for negative self-talk. I really don't. I'm not hard on myself like that very often. And so I wanted to share that because it does happen. Like I still face those things every now and then, but I was so proud of myself because I sat in that sadness and that disappointment and that even like a little bit of, I don't know if it was shame, but just feeling like icky about the whole thing for maybe an hour or so. And then I shifted out of it so quickly into, okay, that was a no. What are my next steps from here? Where am I going to find another way to achieve this goal? And it was really instrumental for me. I know even explaining it now, it sounds like such a small thing, like so inconsequential. But first of all, the fact that I even sent that email to that person was so huge for me in the past. It's something that I probably would have deliberated on for weeks and weeks and maybe at the end not even sent the email at all. And then secondly, the the fallout from the disappointment in the past is something that would have lingered with me for weeks as well. I probably would have been in such a funk. I probably would have been so sad and lethargic and unmotivated for a few weeks after that. And it just, it would have taken me a long time to get back in the saddle, to get back on track with my goals and what I'm trying to pursue. And it really was just like an hour of feeling down and disappointed. And then I shifted gears right back into, okay, let's go. Let's find another solution to this. And that was so huge. And it was such a good feeling to not feel like stuck in that icky, sad place for weeks and weeks which is something that I'm sure some of you might be able to relate to. So I just wanted to share that small win that I experienced this week, even though it was it was actually really sad and so disappointing. For me, it actually was a win. It was a highlight seeing the amount of growth that I've experienced. So on to today's Evox episode. Something I've been really noticing over the last few weeks is I'm having a hard time being 
very consistent with my day-to-day schedule, specifically when it comes to doing things related to the business, work, anything like that, just sitting down and from this time to this time, I'm really focusing on work. Of course, that's very much outside of client schedules. When I have clients, it's very straightforward. I've got clients, I show up, I have this many a day, I see them, but it's more like that in-between time I'm talking about, or if I happen to have a day where I don't have clients, I have a really hard time being consistent and intentional with that time, which isn't something I always struggled with. It's funny because through high school, I mean, pretty much all the way in my life up through college, I was the I was so organized, so consistent, you know, the straight A student. And I do think a big part of that was there were all these external forces really keeping me on track. You had due dates, you needed to get certain grades, etc. And once you exit school, you realize like, oh, no one is going to force me to do anything in my life anymore. It's all on me. If I want to get things done, no one out there is setting a deadline for me other than myself. Unless, you know, if you're working in a job, then you probably have deadlines. But I'm talking about for our own goals that we're trying to pursue. No one is going to drag us there. We've got to be the one really fueling our own ship and setting our own goals and deadlines, etc. And so I've been having a really hard time with that. My first maybe two years after college, it was super, super hard for me. And then I felt like I was starting to get into a rhythm for maybe a year or two. But then in 2020, when COVID hit and everything got disrupted, I lost all of that again. And I honestly have been trying to get back to that place of consistency and discipline that I had for a little bit there. So anyways, I wanted to explore in today's Evox what deeper emotional things might be contributing to this difficulty of just being consistent in my work schedule. And it's so funny because the very first round of the Evox, I asked myself that question, like, what is going on here? And the very first thing that popped up in my mind was, if you're consistent, then opportunities and different things are going to start happening too fast and coming to you too fast. And that's a problem. And so I was like, okay, that's interesting. There's a fear here that if I'm consistent, yeah, things are actually going to start flowing, but they're going to start flowing too quickly. And so why? Why is that a scary thing? And what came up for me is I'm afraid that If too much is happening too fast, I'm going to be put in situations that I don't actually want to be in, or I'm going to be forced to make decisions about things without having time to really process them. And I'm going to end up in situations I don't want to be in situations where I may be being taken advantage of, or just weren't what I was expecting them to be. And so I'm unprepared, etc. And at first I was like, okay, that's interesting. I That definitely resonates. Like I am afraid of things moving too quickly because I'm afraid I'll lose autonomy and, and really just end up in a lot of unaligned 
experiences, situations, environments, etc. And so I paused because I just wanted to figure out where did this belief come from? Where in my life was I maybe forced to make quick decisions and in those moments I made what I felt was the wrong decision? And it's funny because all of a sudden, as soon as I asked that question, so many memories came up of moments like this throughout my life, whether it was a lot of it had to do with soccer and just feeling like I had to make quick decisions in certain moments, choosing the position, just listening to the people around me and just making a quick decision. But there were so many other situations in my life where it was like, you just need to decide now or or that person wasn't putting the pressure on me, but I felt the pressure to make a decision and give them an answer right away. And what I realized, and I think this was so pivotal for me, this was really an epiphany for me, was in those moments where there is external pressure to make a quick decision or I'm just feeling pressured to give a decision, in those moments in the past, I have always chosen to protect the other person involved or I've always chosen to try to not disappoint the other person involved at the expense of me. And that was so huge for me because I think a lot of this comes back to safety and inner child and not feeling safe, not feeling protected over most of my life. And I was just like, wow, I really have betrayed myself to keep others feeling comfortable, to prevent others from being disappointed in me, to prevent others from being upset. And especially in those moments when a quick decision needs to be made, the default is, okay, what do I think they want me to say? And then I say it. Thankfully, my life now, especially over these last probably three, four years, I've intentionally designed it such that I'm not in those situations a lot. I don't, you know, I require more time to make decisions. Um, But it's funny that that fear is still lingering in my subconscious. Like there's a part of me that doesn't trust that if I were put in those situations again, I'm not just going to go right back into betraying myself and pleasing those around me. And so after having that epiphany and realizing how many times I have in order to preserve the other person's comfort, respect, etc. And so I just apologized to myself and I said, I'm so sorry for those moments where I forgot about you, where I betrayed you, where I didn't protect you because I was afraid of what the other person would think. I was afraid of them being disappointed in me. I was afraid of them being mad at me. And just telling myself, my inner child, from now on, you come first. And then to make my subconscious feel much safer in this, I wanted to do some positive imagery or positive visualization or positive modeling during the evox session to show my subconscious what it would look like if I do end up in one of these situations, how I'm going to protect myself. And this can be really important for a lot of us because I think this is maybe a step that is missed sometimes in 
the subconscious healing process is right we we identify what is the deeper fear what is the limiting belief where might it have come from and we can clear that limiting belief where the subconscious goes okay i'm not so afraid of that anymore but i still don't know how to behave differently the fear is gone but there's still not any actual knowledge in my brain or experience in my brain that i've witnessed that tells me how i can act differently in these situations and so oftentimes we can do that modeling that positive modeling for ourselves in our own mind's eye and of course the ultimate goal is to have other positive examples in our life whether it's actual people in our life whether it's public figures who are really inspiring and who are living out this thing that we're wanting to start to embody even fictional characters in books in movies if there's someone that you're witnessing is ah oh, they're doing that thing that I want to do so much that can be really really expansive positive modeling for your subconscious that helps your subconscious see and absorb oh this is how I could start to live this is how I could start to act in that situation now that I've seen it done I can start to believe that I can do that too so what I was just imagining in my mind's eye is and you guys I know this sounds so silly but I'm telling you it it felt so impactful for me I was imagining like getting a phone call from someone saying oh my god I have the most amazing opportunity for you so and so wants you to speak at their event it's huge but I need to know right now if you're up for it or not because there's a bunch of people who want this gig or whatever it is and I just imagine myself, you know, feeling that rush, feeling that nervousness and then saying, "Okay, this sounds like a really great opportunity, but I really need more information about what is going to be involved so that I can know what I'm going to be committing myself to." Do you feel like that's something that you can provide right now? And if it's not, then I'm going to have to say no to this opportunity because I can't make a deci- a decision without more information. And also I'm going to need a day or, you know, a day or so or an hour or so to sit with this information and make a decision. Is that something you can give me? If it's not something you can give me, I totally understand, but my answer is going to have to be no. And I honestly just repeated that scenario in my head again and again and again, basically just repeating that that dialogue of Okay, someone is making me an offer, giving me a proposition and they're wanting me to make a decision right now. This feels uncomfortable. I don't want to make a decision right now. I'm going to number 1, ask for more information if they haven't provided enough, and number 2, ask for a little bit more time to make the decision. If they're not able to give me more information and give me more time, then the default answer is no. Because I and protecting myself now. And if I just say yes to things without understanding what is going on or or having time to even think about it for a second, I'm not protecting myself. And it was in doing that imagery, and I imagined a couple different similar scenarios like this, but it was in doing that imagery that the safety really started to sink in of, okay, I'm not so afraid of this anymore because i do trust that you're actually going 
to actually protect me in these situations. And it was after I was doing that positive modeling in my mind's eye that I had a releasing pattern and closed out the session. So just some concluding thoughts on this. Number one, I do think this pattern of inconsistency for me was a form of self-sabotage, was a form of me being afraid of too much success, being afraid of being seen too much. And my subconscious wanted to protect me from that, from that potential threat by not being consistent. I also call this a protective pattern. That's a term that I'm starting to use more and more. It's a limiting belief, but it's a limiting belief that's playing out in my life as a certain pattern that is really meant to be protective. In the subconscious's view, it's only ever trying to protect us. And so even though to us, this pattern seems like it's trying to sabotage us, it really is just a form of protection. And if we can get into the subconscious and go, okay, what is it that you're trying to protect us from? And address that deeper thing and let the subconscious know, okay, number one, this isn't as scary as it seems. And number two, there are more ways, other ways I can protect myself than this. And in fact, there these ways are much, much more expansive versus this old limiting way that I've been stuck in. And let me start to show my subconscious all the other ways I can protect myself that are so much more expansive and joyful and peaceful and more aligned, etc. The other thing I want to say here is that I was thinking about in relation to this idea of, you know, people forcing me into a decision and feeling like I, I need to make a decision right away and then just defaulting to, if I don't have time to make a decision, my answer is no. I realize even in, after the session, I was thinking about this. I realized that is a very rigid mindset to take of, okay, you can't give me more information or you've given me information, but I need to make a decision right now. I feel uncomfortable making a rush decision, so I need to default to a no. And I just was thinking about how that could definitely lead to some missed opportunities. That could definitely lead to some experiences that might have been really aligned and really amazing and really good for me. But because I defaulted to that no, I missed out on them. And likewise, it might also protect me from a lot of experiences that I really don't want to be in. And so, but just what I was thinking about is I feel like right now in particular, because I'm just in the early stages of really making myself feel so safe and protected and supported by myself. And I've had 27 years now of not doing that, that I might be in a particular phase of that healing, of that reestablishing safety and trust within that I need to be more rigid, but it doesn't mean I need to be there forever. And that is a really important distinction for me. And an important thing I want to share with you guys is if you're feeling like your boundaries need to be really rigid right now, that's okay. But also know that you don't need to be really rigid forever. 
hopefully for all of us, as we heal more and more, then we're able to be more fluid. We're able to go, okay, you know, my hope is that down the line, something comes up and I've got to make a quick decision and I can go, okay, yeah, I feel safe enough within myself that I can say yes to this. And even if it isn't the most perfect aligned environment or experience or event, I'm still going to be able to feel safe without it because I've established such a deep sense of safety within, but I know I'm not there yet. I know I have a lot of years to make up for within myself, a lot of years of betraying myself, a lot of years of not protecting myself and that subconscious within, that person within, that inner me, that inner child doesn't quite trust me yet, doesn't quite trust that I'm going to protect her, that I'm not going to betray her, that in a situation where I have to choose them or me, who do I want to disappoint? I'm going to disappoint them, not me. If there's a situation where it's who am I going to protect them or me, I'm going to protect me. And I think right now I'm just in a place where that boundary needs to be pretty rigid. But I'm absolutely giving myself the fluidity enough to know that in the future that can certainly, certainly shift. And so I'm so excited to see over the next few weeks if it becomes easier to start being consistent with my schedule, what I'm doing on each day, what I'm filling my time with in between clients and just, yeah, being really consistent with it. And I'm excited to update you guys as well. I already feel like I do after most Evox sessions. I feel lighter. I feel more at peace in relation to this topic. And I also feel excited for what's to come and what is going to start to shift in my life. I hope that was expansive. I hope that was helpful. I hope there was something in there that you could relate to. As always, thank you so much for being here and for listening. It is such an honor and such a joy to be able to connect with you in this way. Next week on Tuesday, I have another guest interview coming up. Like I've said in a previous episode, I'm trying to stick with every other week, every other Tuesday, a guest interview is going live. That that timeline is what I have found I am able to be really consistent with. And that, speaking of consistency, that is something that is really, really important to me with the podcast in particular is being consistent and being reliable for you guys so that you know when episodes are coming. And so next Tuesday, I have an episode on actually Chinese medicine And what we're talking about is face mapping and face reading and how in traditional Chinese medicine, they're taught to read so many different parts of our face that can tell them about not only our physical wellness and what imbalances we might be experiencing, but also our personality. And I actually had a session with this individual that was so fun and so on point just everything resonated so deeply with me so i'm really excited for you guys to hear that interview again on tuesday and of course next friday another evox episode but until then everyone have an amazing weekend